When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Oh, man. What? Uh, I might need to... Recording in progress. <clears throat> Backups going. Main thing is going. I'm all set. What, you, what shirt are you wearing? Oh, black. I'm a black manta shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did. You know, could have been Black Knight, could have been Black Black Manta, could have been Black Noir. <laughs> Everything's black in this world. Could have could have been Black Panther. I mean, you know, Black Manta. Black Manta. Yep. Um, yeah, man. It was a it was a decent weekend. Yeah. Not a not a whole lot happened. I I saw Thor. I'll ask your opinion on on that a little bit later, but uh mm-hmm. hey, everyone, welcome to uh, the Daily Cup of Genre, or the the uh, soft uh, reboot, if you will, of the Daily Cup of Genre as we try to get our, our schedule going here on the uh, Genreverse, uh, Genreverse Podcast Network, powered by LRMOnline.com, uh, and sponsored by the good folks over at Grow Generation, where the pros uh, do go to grow, and I want my background moving. There we go. Um, yeah, make sure you're checking out... Uh, uh, the Genreverse Podcast Network here on YouTube and uh, wherever you get your, your podcast from. Google, SoundCloud, Spotify, all that good stuff. I'm Kyle Malone, and that's Manny Gomez. Our social media stuff is down down below. And, man, we got really, really close on the Thor box office take, man. It took in uh, 143, estimated, mm-hmm. according, to, uh, according to the numbers. And you and I said last week... 150 so over by uh prices right rules but not not too far off man what what do you think yeah we wouldn't have got the prizes um but but yeah we were right uh still didn't it was funny because now my mark for the years i was like dude but didn't beat minions Uh, and just to be annoying actually and it didn't uh, um, it didn't but well uh did it what did minions uh opening weekend it was like 120 something i thought domestically was one oh seven was one oh seven opening weekend. Opening Oh yeah, no, actually, you know what you're wrong. Obviously I'm wrong. It was hundred and twenty five. Yeah. No, yeah. So yeah, no. but still, still 
So what I, than... I think my what my point was because I'm barely trying to drink this coffee, so I apologize <laughs> uh, to everyone. Is uh, another really good weekend at the box office, basically. Yeah, not Pretty too good. shabby. It's not not, the, not it's not as good as some of the, the previous ones per se, but there's a variety of movies that people are still going to watch. Apparent apparently there's 140 uh, uh, screens still playing Doc Strange, which is weird, but you know you know because it's on a. Uh... It's on Disney Plus now, isn't it? It has been for a minute. Has it? I don't I don't even know. I think it has has been. I'm almost I'm almost I positive. I don't think it, it, it was. Uh, I'm almost positive it it was. So, um let's see here Doctor Strange to Disney Plus. Um Yeah, I think it's it's out now it says. I don't know when it when it really uh when it originally hit, but Oh, yeah, earlier right. this earlier this month earlier this month uh point point being is uh it did okay Lightyear fell another another spot to uh number seven only bringing in in two million and lost 1700 theaters in its in its fourth week uh uh in release while top gun maverick still sitting there <laughs> uh from number uh two last week to number three this week with another 15 million uh um and and sales only took in out of uh an additional 330 uh screens probably some of those uh were IMAXs that it had gotten back into i heard uh when they came out for uh uh thor love and love and thunder but yeah 150 man um i i was kind of wondering do, do you think it's because un, unlike multiverse of madness which everyone had heard about a bunch of uh leaks and and rumors of you know nostalgic pieces being in it you know professor xavier and, and whatnot um top gun maverick you know it's a sequel to a to a 30 year old mo- movie you've you've got uh no way home that was all the nostalgia driven like here here was thor which is just continuing thor and it it did okay what what do you think think man and do you think the nostalgia factor is is more important to com uh uh average audiences or do you think uh word of mouth hurt this movie because it was kind of it's kind of divided on on love it or or hate it out there uh, i i think what, what happened is the, the other marvel movies that have come out this this year so far in theaters have had a lot of attachment to it uh, mm-hmm. a lot of continuations of stories um bigger than than what thor had i mean doctor strange had the continue the, basically i would say the finale of of of, of wanda yeah in, in in her long tail that we that we started way back in age of ultron when marvel movies were a lot more impactful i would say better and then yeah <laughs> in, in um, many ways better uh, and, and to be fair and just to be fair to clarify i I thought Age of Ultron was not a great movie. Oh, it's um, it's definitely the weakest of of everything called Aven- every everything called Avengers. So, um but it it also had that that kind of factor of it was a continuation of Marvel's first TV series, which was WandaVision, mm-hmm. which most people watched, even even you would say casuals. So, yeah. So I think it really those kinds of things really bring in a lot a lot more people plus I, I think that the idea of the multiverse in both those movies in Spider-Man mm-hmm. and in Doctor Strange was was a was a factor because you thought you were going to and see it went certain nowhere. things. 
<laughs> and it, it really didn't. These uh, <laughs> um, six six one six is essentially the exact same as it was at the end of 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 Loki, at the end of mm-hmm. No Way Home, and at the at the end of Multiverse of of Madness. Yep, and then at the end of um, well, let's not let's not spoil too much things here. Um, yeah, I mean, but uh, you you've you've seen it, you've seen it. If you haven't, well, okay, I guess you're not you're not really missing missing out on much <laughs> no what did you uh what did you think of of thor again no no spoilers or any anything what'd you think of it i was it was fine like it was um it was everything i had expected so so nothing was really um nothing nothing was really special about it to me it, it i was, found it unbalanced did you feel like yep it was, like i just went too far one way I, yeah, so my so my biggest problem with it, uh, and I was talking about this yesterday, is it has this huge message about kids being heroes, right? Mm-hmm. But we have this we have this massive point in the middle where you have Zeus and gods talking about orgies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I was a bit confused as to and Thor, um, Thor's ass. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, so are, are we gearing this? If it, it felt like. We want to be edgy, but we want to be Disney, but we don't mm-hmm. know how to balance it out. And they did it in the probably the worst possible way. I, yeah. I and then yeah. just it, it just kept going. Like it it it, it was like a, it was like a hamster in a wheel. I felt, and with, with no like there, there there was nothing um nothing that make makes it stand out. I could see see that. Abs- yeah, I could it's, see. I could see that. It's a very it's a very cookie cutter film. Like you, there's there's nothing that made you go, or that was unexpected, or or really that that you said, whoa! In this movie, this happened. Like did yeah. did 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 um, Lady Thor happen? Yes. Okay. Like Mighty Thor, you're gonna get you're gonna get a hate mail now, Manny. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> I don't read that anyway. Um. <laughs> Mighty Thor. Uh, yeah, I, I should get that right. But uh, yeah, it was it was just your your typical Marvel Studios movie, but strange. I just and not in the Doc Strange way. Yeah, I just there there was underutilization of gore. There was one amazing scene with him that we <clears throat> could have used a lot more interactions of like that, and then there was. You know, the funny bits were funny, but you kept kind of like, it's, it, it, Thanos would be incredibly upset as someone on, on our discord said, link down below, join us for the, for the fun conversations and and memes. Um, but you know, Thanos would have been upset because this was not well balanced and all things should be balanced. So, yeah. Um, what, I think, what else? Yeah, oh, I, I, I think uh, I think you're right. Thanos would look at this current Marvel slate and go, "See, see, this is why I wanted to destroy half of them." <laughs> I like I like that. Um, I I had uh, a decent weekend because there were some shows that hit that I'd been uh, really excited about. Uh, anime, of course. Uh, you guys here on the podcast net channel and 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 network we have uh anime versal uh anime versal reviews podcast and uh it started because of a, a show called uh dr stone which kind of 
back in 19 reignited my my passion for for anime just we we reawakened the weeb within uh that had been re- repressed by my by my time in the in the military and and crappy anime on on adult swim but um not all of it was crappy but i got to i got to revisit the world of of dr stone in a uh um special episode before the third season hits next year oh my god um but it was it was amazing man it was just this one hour kind of like special that that covers a, a chunk of the the manga and and acts as a really good kind of like a prelude or or prologue to to this this arc in in season three but man it, it i needed like a win a win like that i needed something that that was um familiar and i don't mean f- familiar like in a nostalgic way from you know my my childhood but something that's new but you were waiting on you know the next part of it and and for it to be good and for for it to not be beholden to a whole bunch of of other crap like most marvel and and star wars projects are and man just from from the first frame <laughs> to the to the final frame it was just me smiling ear ear to ear uh we reviewed it on on the net on the uh show so you guys can check check that out um but that and uh the boys and there, there was some other an- anime but the boys did have you have you caught up on that are you watching that oh i watched that uh, a while ago <laughs> oh yeah that's right you got to fin- finish so well without spoiling you know uh any deaths or any anything like that or or any big you know character moments holy crap man was was that kid creepy that's just all i'm gonna say at at the end creepy creepy kid like, I mean, yeah i bra- bravo on that on the acting for for that kid be because they they really the the smile man whoo <laughs> and it was a trip trippy season man what'd you think of uh season three in general season three is my favorite season so far it's mm. it's gotten the closest to the comic book adaptation that we've that was you know some of us have read and some of us should never take never read <laughs> <laughs> yeah because no matter how far the show goes it will never go as far as the book yeah and that's and, okay and that it's okay <laughs> oh yeah and they 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 went pretty they went pretty far this season um yeah i i gotta give in in that in that uh man was it the first or second episode <clears throat> with termite or whatever his name is not gonna spoil what what happened but the set designers and and construction team that that built that that set that the uh shrinking guy was in you're some brave you some brave people like i was surprised that they went as practical as they did for that and i think uh i think the boys both um exceeded my expectations in, in a lot of things this season however there were some uh cgi blood and guts that weren't necessary where, yeah, where you should have used some pra- practical guts because the, the CGI seen, was bad. <laughs> I've seen it. I, I've, I've seen some behind the scenes looks at, at what was some of the the blood and guts and why they they chose to do some of those things. And a lot of the times it has to do with time. Uh, you, you know, you only have so much time to, to crank out TV shows. So yeah, you I know, need but... to. So you need to be as. I mean, like I, I look I, at. Go ahead. Go I was ahead. I was watch I was watching this explanation on on some of the special effects on movies and things like that where the um, the special effects guest was saying a, a lot of times, especially in movies and series, uh, you have about eighty five percent of shots that are picture perfect, and you can call mm-hmm. them the TV ready, movie uh, big screen ready. Then there's about fifteen percent that for whatever reason run out of 
you ran out of allocated time, money, or they just changed the scenes too many times and you could only do so much. And, and it, that it's kind of annoying yeah. that when it, when the final product comes out, that's all you focus on. And it's going to be the, the one or two shots that are okay. Sometimes glaringly bad, but <laughs> you, you dis, but you dismiss all the rest of the hard work that went into that and that it went into that. Yeah, deal. no, I wouldn't I wouldn't dismiss dismiss everything. Like I said, the the set design for that infamous scene with, with Termite uh was was brave choice. But um in my mind, gore is one of the like horror movies. You and I mm-hmm. are big big horror fans and horror movies are notoriously inexpensive, you know, notoriously yeah. shoestring budgets and do some amazing things with with uh blood and guts with food coloring and food food products even you know and that's my that's my only gripe when it comes to like when if it was a big sfx shot big special effects shot explosions super powers and stuff like that got it but when it's just gore when it's just you know some legitimately guts you you know man guys <laughs> pantyhose and and some you know gelatin and and blood and and dude you you've got yourself some some gut like you could have done they could have done the guts that's all i'm saying <laughs> they it's, it's the possible guts. but <laughs> I, you know giving i'm just giving i'm all i'm doing is giving the benefit of the doubt because i know yeah. that in the previous season it was just it was not practical at the time to to get the actors that dirty or the scene wasn't planned out that way and it was at, it was post shooting that they were like we're actually want to do it this way and it's like oh okay yeah um we'll we'll see i yeah. i de- i demand quality gore if you're <laughs> if you're gonna show me guts gosh damn it i i want them to look i want them to look as good as this ad from our sponsors over at grow generation grow generation where the pros go to grow grow generation is your one-stop shop for hydroponic grow supplies product systems and more Grow Generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. But not necessarily. I don't know if it can if it can land as a as a. <laughs> don't know if it can can hold hold it up. Might, as it a, might as it might actually. All right. Well, hey, uh, Grow Generation. Thank you for sponsoring. Thank you for sponsoring the show as as usual. Uh, link in the description box on the on the webpage at lrmonline.com. And uh, yeah, Manny, what what is your what is your I- idea to talk about? Because I can hold on to mine for for an extra minute. My idea? Well, okay. Well, my idea is <laughs> I I'm so I'm a big fan of found footage films. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this. So like things like I did um, not Paranormal Activity, uh, things like. Uh, a wreck i think it's like record or whatever it's did called. you like cloverfield cloverfield um the f- the second one a little bit better than the first one okay um i think well I-, I think the problem was i watched the first cloverfield in theaters that shaky cam on that specific movie gave me, mm. <laughs> gave me the-, the biggest headache <laughs> uh, and so so i so i like that i like that kind of media where it it, it in you you have the choice of becoming invested and believing it's real because it's it's made in a way to to make you feel like it's a, like it's something real happening. There's an art to it, of course, because if you don't do it well, you get you get taken out of it immediately and then you're done. <laughs> but if it's done, if it's done tastefully, 
uh, then then you can really make believe that the events that you're watching on the screen actually happen. And that's just kind of the fun of it. And I'm discovering the same joy and pleasure in it now in book form. Hmm. Uh, So I've been, (laughs) well, my girlfriend, uh, um, she gave me this book called fantastic land about, um, about 300 employees in a, in a Florida amusement park to the level of a Disney or a universal that after hurricane Sadie were trapped and ended up, ended up forming tribes and fucking murdering each other. Wow. And they were so kind of, I was going to say kind of like that, um, that American dad episode where the, their Disney world like gets locked down for some, some reason. And like the kids take over the, the like kitty land and the princess, all the, all the girls t- become like a princess tribe. And yeah, it might've been, it might've been inspired by this book, but maybe <laughs> uh, all I'm saying is when it's, but it's done by like um, interviews and, and uh, witness mm-hmm. accounts and things like that. Oh, like a uh, world, world war Z was yes. similar to yes. that. And yeah. I love world war Z. The book was, and the thing of World War Z is that the movie tainted it so much for me because mm-hmm. anytime I think of the book, I think of how like not good the movie was. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, but yeah, it's like a World War Z. It's like a guide to zombies. Also, Mark Brooks, and then he also has another book called Devolution, which was really good, uh, kind of about uh, the attack, an attack of, of Sasquatches. Hmm. Fantastic book, I love it. But all of them really have have that have that same that pattern of of of, of being kind of almost like found footage. That there are notes, there are journal entries, there are interviews, uh, newscast reports, uh, newspaper clippings, and things like that that are put together in a way that tell a tell a story. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Um, I've I've always liked. Uh, I've always enjoyed the kind of I can't can't call it psychoanalysis because I don't have the skills for that but I've always really in, enjoyed analyzing um how much lack of faith people have in in other people through horror as horror always takes le- legit things that have that have happened and human reactions and and emotions and uh amps it up to 11 exaggeration and, and all that good stuff and and not saying like all the supernatural stuff is if are things that happen but when someone's held captive when someone's uh attacked you know those those are the things that inspire boogeyman stories ghost stories demon stories and and things like that so that's that's what i mean by horror takes things that actually happen and and does their their uh stick with it but those those types of things man they they always show that that it's individual people and small groups working together versus mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh humanity as in general like no humans in general and in, in the in the eyes of a lot of horror movies are just garbage and it's these these small groups and and individuals that can make uh make differences and it's always it's always so interesting to to see because i i really do think horror gives you a better lens at what an artist is thinking and, and feeling and, and filmmaking than almost any other genre. And that's not every horror movie. And, and, and the, there's plenty that are just, you know, gore porn type type fests. And that's fine. I love those, those two, but 
the ones that really make make you think, you know, stuff from like Peel, things from even even Juan some sometimes where he really gets into like the um uh I don't I don't want to use zeitgeist or any crap term like that, but kind of like the the pop culture of of horror and really gets to mm-hmm. drive into thing, things like that. Even in, not just here in this gen- generation, but bringing in the the Warrens or what whatever it was yeah. in, in 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 that series like. That that goes back for for ages. Like when I was getting into paranormal stuff in the late '90s, early 2000s, you hear about about those those two. So I love I love horror, man, and and uh, that's all I gotta say on it. <laughs> you really see, you really see a progression really in horror as far as like what what is popular and what is what's going on in the world. And in the '80s, you had so you had so many like serial killers. So what do you what do you mm-hmm. see? You see a lot of a lot of slasher films mm-hmm. uh, in the late '70s and the '80s. A lot a lot of um a lot a lot of uh killers uh, michael myers you have uh, jason's you have your chuckies and you have even the ones that freddie ru- that ruin your nightmares i was going right there with it you were and uh <laughs> and then we get a little bit more into paranormal things we, we get into kind of uh, like the the like follows up to the exorcisms you have um you know horror films like that and then we and then in the uh in the early 2000s in in the rage of boy bands and things like that there's more of those the teen slasher movies and, and stuff like that that are a lot of fun. I know what you did last summer, Screams, and and things like that. Love and, Scream. And then post, I mean, like post nine eleven, you have you have a lot more darker tone things. You have your um, <clears throat> Rob Zombie films that that are starting to get a little bit more popular. Oh, they unfortunately they unfortunately let him play with um, they let him play with. Uh, um, Michael Myers and bitch were terrible. I liked the first one. I, I, I thought I they were just terrible like adaptations the of the character. I like the first one. And and then uh, you Hostel is another one of, of that time and things like Eli that. Roth. So um, so yeah, just just really just really a just really a uh, a, a a story you could, that you can almost tell through horror that you can see through horror progressing in in the, in the different decades of what's really going on in the world. That's kind of yeah. cool. And, um, Does that, that mean we're going to start getting a, a lot more apo- apocalypse and Armageddon stuff going? <laughs> the, pro- <clears throat> the, pro- the problem I think we're having now with horror is that it's, it's it, we're leaning too close to reality, <laughs> or vice versa. It's like, well, it's like, it's like, um, it's like uh, Captain Barbosa said in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean: Curse of the Black Pearl. Um, it's like you're not, you know, this is you're not. How do you say you're not reading? Uh, in, this isn't a ghost story. Oh, you you're best, in one. Uh, but yeah, you best be, uh, start believing in ghost stories because because you're in yeah, one. Basically, yeah. it's the same thing. We're we're gonna look around. <laughs> so our sequoia trees are they're right now firefighters in California are desperately trying to protect our sequoia trees, which are thousands of wow. years old because yep. they're I've been there very close to catching on fire. I'm talking about the old grizzly. I'm talking about just you know those the very very old mm-hmm. ones right now they're very much in danger as of this moment of catching on fire yeah so, i mean just things are insane out, out there people but yeah but... that's why we have horror things like this and mm-hmm. uh yeah i have uh i will actually on my on my pile of books next I, um i have like the exorcist which i really want to read and um a couple of other things but yeah like world war z i've already read and and, and other titles that i, I just I, I don't know. There's something about the horror genre, about the uh, you know people surviving and finding different creative ways to doing it from different mm-hmm. 
beings or situations. Man, I'm I'm telling you right now. I hate to bring bring it back to the Wii, but Doctor Stone, man, that that show <laughs> is is something people need because you you've got a a uh, a guy that is trying to to basically help bring humanity back from the Stone Age. Oh. An event happens, and every every bit of technology is gone. Like it's a great re- a great reset, like a true reset where there's been severe knowledge loss. And you've got one one person that's got some knowledge and has been trying to pass it on to to others and re reboot uh, society. But the the whole show uses real science. Like they go through and explain the the chemicals that they're getting from burning this or or crushing that and mixing it with with this other thing and how those chemicals will lead to additional things. Like it shows this beautiful beautiful roadmap of of progression and uh the the special episode covered covered some unique things with hemp <laughs> which is great which is great uh but uh yeah man watch watch some survival stuff and and i don't i don't mean bear grills like sensationalist <laughs> like watch watch like les stroud if you want to watch any any survivor stuff watch survivor man and and learn from from les stroud over bear grills <laughs> so um and then watch doc watch dr stone um you know what's funny you mentioned like bear grills is that we love to watch like ghost adventures and ghost hunters mm-hmm. shows like that and um in, in you know in the back of my mind i know that every episode is exactly the same mm-hmm. yet here i am 25 Locked seasons it. later <laughs> <laughs> still reacting to the same uh... stupid noise that uh that zach and the rest of the crew are it's just mm-hmm. i'm a, such a suck we're such a suckers for it man <laughs> yeah uh i i cannot uh confirm or deny that uh i have ever traveled through abandoned places with or without permission because that shit is fun dude like even if you don't believe in and supernatural stuff it's still fun to go explore historical places especially creepy ones and and even more so and i love dude I, lo- I like haunted houses like you know like uh the attractions not uh, necessarily real ones, but uh, I, lo- I love haunt- haunted house attractions. They're they're a lot of fun. I love being scared scared because it's it's an adrenaline rush. Like roller coasters are about being scared. Like no matter how much fun you're having, part of that is is fear. Uh, you're strapped to a screaming metal death trap. It's it's amazing. I love I love it, and it's it's always fun to get scared as long as it doesn't scar you like fire in the sky fuck you movie they 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 should not use that phrase <laughs> based on based on a true story lightly because some poor eight eight nine year old is going to find your movie and be be traumatized for forever <sighs> you know that was actually a better better uh conversation than what what i was i was going to bring up i was going to talk about the uh uh e3 and and comic-con uh uh announcements you know comic-con's schedule is up but we might actually hold on uh, to the Comic Con new uh, schedule a bit and t- talk about that once the the mm-hmm. event is coming up, so we can kind of do like a prep show for for you guys. But I guess in in closing, it is kind of kind of uh, weird that E three is gonna you know come back in in 2023 with uh, Read Pop this time, and mm-hmm. and Read Pop runs uh, uh, New York New York City Comic Con, which uh, LRM in the genre. Of Genreverse will have representation there, including myself and and Christine. Um, I'm I'm really curious as as to what gaming is going to be be like because 
between uh um um excuse me um between budget issues and and uh deadlines being pushed and, and pushed releases being pushed there's the phrase i was i was looking for and uh some of these future programs finally having we're going to end up with some of the first games that are that their budgets were were kind of dependent on money made recently and that money's like you know game pass so now you're getting closer to where games are going to have to start sharing the the pool of money and and things that i've uh expressed concerns about so i'm i'm really curious as as to what e e3 will end up uh being like it was kind of weird reading through your through your piece though because you you talked about how they're definitely having like all of the industry and con content creators and stuff like that they are going to have like regular joes there this time or are they going back to that thing they used to do where it's just industry industry and press no no it's everyone okay <clears throat> okay good good i don't know man man what, what do you think about gaming and and 2023 <laughs> uh, you know it, it's it's uh it'll 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 be interesting once we get there because we have to see what they bring we have to see what what they decide to do because you know it's definitely not going to be like the shows before but now with read pop ta- you know taking control mm-hmm. i wonder if they're gonna kind of integrate a lot more things than than just video games per se I wonder if they're yeah. going to add a little bit more like a more like a technology show in general. So, uh, but, could, you know, yeah. it's one of those things we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we we will. And in the meantime, you guys can uh, keep checking out LRM on uh, LRMonline.com every day for all your entertainment news, needs and and opinions, uh, written reviews, uh, celebrity interviews that you can also find at the LRM YouTube channel. Subscribe there there as well. Uh, convention news, leaks, room, rumors, all sorts of, of of things that you can find there at the website. All of the all of the podcasts that include anime versal reviews, Breaking Geek Radio. It's a weekly long form. They they touch on news, r- rumors, and have a movie or, or show review. Uh, Marvel Multiverse Mayhem and the Cantina respectively do reviews and and mo- movie uh, are reviews and news for their respect respective franchises. And uh, of course, on uh, the U- YouTube channel, hit the subs- hit the subscribe button. I also do the genre shot trailer reactions and. Uh, maybe some people will uh, be able to chip in and get you guys some uh, uh, other points of view on on the uh, some of these trailers hit hidden as as well. And of course, all of those are wherever you get your your podcast from. I already said that part, so yeah, guys. <laughs> brain injuries are are fun, and I'm actually start, starting to get uh, really nauseous. So uh, that'll do it. We'll we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.